Hi guys, in this lesson we're going to discuss what a referral is. We're going to discuss some techniques on getting a referral. And we're going to discuss my favorite subject, which is behaviors. So I think we all look at referrals as obtaining a reference from someone that you know to someone you don't know as being your best source for getting a solid lead. And everyone believes in getting referrals. I just don't know that a lot of salespeople actually know how to get the referral. So what we're going to talk about is some of the methods that you can use to get a referral. Uh, it's kind of like an moron to me, though, because while it's true that you're getting a reference from someone that you know, the other side of that is you really don't know them that well. Now, they may have done business with you. They may have bought your product or service. But you did just meet them uh, an hour or so ago, didn't you? So in some ways, it's getting someone that you don't know to give you the name and phone number of someone you don't know. So we're going to talk about a couple of different ways to get names and then to turn those names into leads. Now, we'll tell you that all the prospecting methods you have available for you. A referral is the quickest way to shorten the learning curve, develop a client base, a book of business, to build not only a six-figure income, but that seven-figure business. I mean, the truth is the reason most salespeople want leads, ask for leads, the reason most companies give out leads or co-op leads for salespeople is because salespeople do not have a big enough book of business to get referrals from. The key of learning how to get referrals is to recognize what a referral means to you and what it means from your prospects. The advantage of referrals, some of them are obvious and some of them are not. I mean, referral prospecting is the most effective because it's the least frustrating method. Um, and more often than not, when you get a name and number from someone, uh, they're a little bit more willing to talk with you and have a conversation because of the commonality of the person who gave the name and number. Now, on the other hand, in some ways, they could be a little bit more defensive because not all of us like to have our name and phone number handed out. It is a closing activity. And what I mean by a closing activity is it's something that should occur at the close of every interaction you have with a customer. And that means that you need to practice it. You have to rehearse it, and you have to track your efficiency. You have to track exactly what phrase you use to get a referral, and then you have to track how many referrals you got so you can figure out which method works best for you. The, the obvious advantage, or maybe it's not so obvious, of getting referrals is that you spend more time selling than prospecting. And that's always a good thing. When you put yourself in a position of earning money, when you put yourself in a position of getting names that can lead to, to having leads, that's always more efficient than out prospecting for names. So when we say that uh, getting referrals is a closing activity and you want to ask for names at the close of every interaction you have with a customer, keep in mind that timing is important. Asking referrals at the correct side clock of the moment when you have the most influence over your client, when your client is the most enthusiastic about the product or service that you've helped them with, that will increase the referrals you get. You want to get referrals at the time that you have the greatest influence over your prospect, and those are three times when you have that influence. So when are those three times that you have the most influence over your customer? Well, that's after the contract or application has been signed, at the time of delivery of the product, 
and when a service call is being made. So those are three specific times that you can ask for names. And you want to ask for names because names lead to sales. Now, getting names just isn't good enough. Those names have to actually convert to being a lead. So I want to talk to you about how you ask for that referral and specifically how do you get names uh, that you can turn into leads. Getting names in and of itself isn't going to help you unless you can convert that name to a lead. So it's important to understand how to ask for the name, and it's important to understand how a name becomes a lead. So the way I'm going to convert that name to a lead is I'm sitting there with my customer, and I say, Mr. Jones, if Jim, we're going to assume Jim is his brother or some relative or friend, or maybe it's a business associate that we've talked about during the warm-up, uh, during the meet and greet. Mr. Jones, if Jim walked in here right now, would you introduce me to him? And he says, well, yeah, of course I would, Lloyd. Would you feel comfortable telling him you feel like I did a good job for you today? Well, yeah, of course I would. Is there any reason why I couldn't tell him that? Well, no, you can tell him that. Great, let me have his phone number. See how that works? I, I'm going to use the names of people that he gave me during the meet and greet, during the, the qualification, uh, during the warm-up process. I'm going to use the names that we, we talked about in order to get an introduction to them. And those are going to become valuable to me because those leads will be leads that are more more valuable than just a referral because he'll actually give me an introduction to the person. Now, when I call that person, here's how I'm going to convert that name into a lead. Bob, I have no way of knowing if I can be of benefit to you, but Mr. Jones feels I was to him. I'd like to get together with you and show you what I would do similar to what I've done for Mr. Jones. How about, how about Thursday at 2 o'clock? You see how I took the name and converted it to a lead by doing the lead-in that I don't have any way of knowing if I could be a benefit, but Mr. Jones referred me to him. So I'd like to get together and show him what I did for Mr. Jones. Now, what's great about this is I've already taken away the objection of uh, he doesn't know if he needs my service or not. And I've already set it up for him to be a little bit curious as to what I did for Mr. Jones. That gives you the opportunity to schedule a day and time so the objection that he could come up with is about the day and time he meets with you, not if he meets with you. So what we're going to do is talk about some keys to getting referrals. I would tell you the biggest key to get referrals is if you ask uh, for a name, uh, and uh, here's the way most salespeople will ask for it. They'll say, now, John, I make my money uh, mostly by referrals. So if you could give me the name of a family friend or relative you think that would be interested in my service or product, or if you give me the name of a family friend or relative you think I could help, I would appreciate it. Now, I don't, no matter what business you're in, let's say you're in the car selling business, let's say you're selling health insurance, uh, let's say that you're selling accounting services, before you got in the business that you're in right now, before you got in the industry you're in right now, how many of your family, friends, or relatives said to you, you know, hey, John, who do you know I can buy a car from? Who do you know I can get bookkeeping services from? Who do you know I can get lawn service from? Who do you know I can get pest control service from? Who do you know I can buy life insurance from? Well, if you're an average person, probably nobody, right? So what's interesting to me is that we ask a prospect, we ask a customer a question you know, who do you know that I could be of service to? Who do you know I could, uh, 
that would be interested in my product or service, we ask a question that's specifically designed for them to give us an answer of, yeah, I don't know anybody. Is it not what people say to you most of the time? I don't know anybody. So let's see, let's look at it a different way. What if we attach a behavior to a request? What if we ask the question in a way that associates a behavior with a request and that triggers a name with our prospect? Would that get us more names that we can convert to leads? Well, let's, let's look at how to do that. Now, before we learn how to attach a behavior to a request to get more names, we can convert to leads. Let's, let's go through a couple of referral keys. If you, when you do get a referral, you want to make sure you give feedback to the person who gave you the referral. People want to know what happened. They want to know that their efforts was of value, and they want to be appreciated for having helped you. Let the referrer know in advance that obtaining referrals is part of how you get paid. Never, ever, 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 ever throw a referral away. Just because they don't meet with you or they don't buy from you at the time you talk to them does not mean that they won't have a need or won't buy from you in the future. That when you contact them, the time you might be off or they might not be in the market at this time, but they may be at a future time. And you do have to eat next Christmas, right? You do have to pay your house payment next February, right? So there's always a time to call these people back. In fact, research shows that the more you call a given list of prospects, the better your results become. So let's look at some effective ways to ask for referrals using that concept of attaching a behavior to a request to get more names that we can convert to leads. No matter what your industry or what your product or service, the words that are on the screen here now that are in red, you can use to elicit a name based on a behavior. So who do you know has just moved here from out of town? Who do you know just bought a new home? Who do you know has just started a new job? Who do you know that has just gone into business for themselves? Who do you know that just married or became engaged? Who do you know that just had a new baby? Who do you know that just started a youngster in school? Who do you know that just is close to retirement? Who do you know has just got on Medicare? Whatever your industry is, whatever the profile of the person that would typically buy your product, that's the behavior that you ask for. But who do you know who has is the key there. When you ask a question that is attached to a behavior, you will usually get a name. Uh, who do you know that you just play tennis with? Who do you play baseball with? Who do you golf with? When you attach a behavior to a request, they give you a name. And then you can do the second part of the referral, which is once they give you the name, if John was here right now, would you introduce me to him? Would you feel comfortable telling John you feel like I did a good job for you today? Is there any reason why I couldn't tell John that? Great, let me have his phone number. See how that works? And these names become much more valuable because you're getting an introduction to the person. So remember, attach a behavior to a request to get more names that you can turn into leads. Now, what I would tell you is to go back over this training two or three times and make sure these questions related to a behavior become an integrated part of your sales personality so that you can ask them just one after another without stopping, without thinking about it. Now let's look at some referral reminders so that you don't forget. These referral reminders are very crucial in building the names that you're going to convert to leads to build a six-figure income and a seven-figure business. So the first reminder is get the name first. Don't interrupt. Don't ask how to spell it. Don't ask for the phone number. Just get the name. If they tell you, what's the name of someone you know that just moved into town? 
they give you a name, Bob Smith just moved into town, then you follow it up with who else do you know that just moved into town? And then you just keep going down the list. Who else? Who else? Who else? What's the name of someone you know that just bought a new car? What's the name of someone you know that just got married? When they give you a name, say who else? If they add a name to it, write the name back. After you get the names, then you go back and clean up. Now, you mentioned earlier Agatha Slockenbecker. How do you spell her last name? And she lives here in town. And what is her phone number? The reason you don't want to interrupt them giving you names is they might give you the correct spelling for a name, and they may give you a phone number for that name, and then they might say, yeah, I can't think of anybody else, because you interrupted them. So don't interrupt them. Let them give you all the names they can give you, and then go back and clean it up. The next reminder is if a person doesn't buy for you, you get paid in two ways. You either get paid by a sale or a referral. So just make sure that every contact you have, every full presentation you make, you get paid, whether it's a sale or a referral. And the last reminder is make sure that you ask for a referral with every contact. Even people who don't buy from you can give you a referral. If you're in a small business someone doesn't buy from you, John, what's the name of the guy who owns a business next door to you? What's the name of the guy who owns a business next to him? If you walked in here right now, would you introduce me? Would you feel comfortable telling me you feel like I did a good job for you? Did you know you can do a good job for somebody even if they don't buy from you? They can still appreciate the job you did for them, their professionalism, the insights you gave them. Even if they don't buy, they can pay you with a referral. You want to get names. You want to get names by attaching a behavior to a request so you can convert those names to a lead. So we've talked a lot about converting a name to a lead. Let's spend a minute talking about what a lead is. A lead is just a contact. A lead is not your business. A lead is not an impediment to you earning money, a six-figure income, or building a seven-figure business. And a lead does not stop you from earning a six-figure income or building a seven-figure business. A lead is just a contact. It's an activity. It's a reason to get out of the house. It's a reason to get in front of people. The truth is, if you had a large book of business, you'd be able to get referrals and you wouldn't need a lead. But we all need leads as we're building our six-figure business and our seven-figure income. It's a person for you to use your professional skills with. That's what a lead is. And you want to use your professional skills as much as you can. Remember, the more mistakes you make in the beginning, the fewer you're going to make later on. So make as many presentations you can, as fast as you can, to get over the learning steps. It's a step to the next step. That's all a lead is. It's just a step to the next step. It's just part of the process in building your six-figure income and your seven-figure business. It's part of your inventory. It's like having a shoe store. If you went out and rented a store and you got a display case and you got chairs and you got shelves and you ran a yellow page ad and you put a sign above your store and you opened your doors and people started coming in your shoe store, but you didn't have any shoes, you didn't have any inventory, how much money would you make? You would make a dime, would you? And you have to have leads. Leads are just part of your inventory. That's the mindset you have to have. That leads are just part of your inventory. Leads are neither good nor bad. They're just part of your inventory. And the truth is, a lead is exactly what you make of it. It's nothing more and nothing less. A lead is just a contact. It's part of your inventory. It's a necessary part of your business. And if you don't like leads, if you have trouble with leads, if you struggle with leads in the past, then become very proficient at getting referrals so that you need fewer leads. And, of course, you can click here for more trainings, or you can click here to attend trainings. You can click here to book your next training for your company or your uh, organization, or you can get pricing information. You can click here to read articles to see who uses us. You can also see a lot of short 
uh, video vignettes on different topics, or you can call 865-776-7632 today with a question.